good morning or good evening wherever you are. You are listening to Ume Share Podcast, the podcast where men share openly. And in this podcast, we are continuing to look at the different scenarios that will lead to couples or married people having affairs. Karibu sana, asante sana for tuning in and let's continue with our listening. I think the way you're explaining that, Tari, is uh, there are many scenarios that that could happen yeah. uh, in the office, in church, uh, with your neighbor, uh, you know, in a gated community, um, and also with very close friends, even in a Bible study. Oh, yeah. Um, that could happen. Wow. Um, I'm just thinking about the aspect of where to move to anon- anonymity. Yeah. So at some point you may not be able to hide the fact that you're receiving this special treatment from this lady or the man. And at some point it will, the cracks will start forming. Oh, yeah. So you're trying to hide it, but I think it comes out in different ways in the way probably they, she would treat her husband and say, you never do this for me. Yeah. You never do this for me. So she starts seeing the gaps and the cracks in the marriage which then could uh, start forming resentment for the husband. Yeah. So the husband is wondering, but we've only survived for the last 30 years so together and I, I don't really open the door for you and you know, I don't pull the seat for you in a restaurant. But she yeah. all of a sudden notices those things are not being done. Yeah. She's getting special treatment. Special treatment. And she's enjoying it. And she's enjoying it. Yeah. Now Jimmy could just be a kind man. Yeah. But he ought to notice when the chemistry changes. Mm. You could be seeing her in his office in the middle of the day with other people in the office, you know, in the office building. So he's not thinking that there's privacy here, there's no anonymity. Mm. But once the chemistry develops, anonymity is created very easily. Mm. Back in the hair dressing situation, this person who massages your head and they're talking to you, you know, we can give you a full body massage. And you say, no, 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 I don't want that. Oh, you know, um, on, on Saturdays I don't work here. I can come and massage your head in your home. Mm-hmm. Now anonymity begins to creep in. Mm-hmm. And once the ke- if the chemistry is there, you will plan for this person to come and massage you when there's no other family member. Mm-hmm. So we, we have to be on guard. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm seeing two, to me, I'm seeing two types. You've mm-hmm. described two types. Mm-hmm. The, this one where there's a commercial transaction, you know, the money, um, which I'm still struggling with, yeah, but that seems to be a, a bit of a power play. Yes. I'm paying for a service and then I pay over and above. But yep. the person, initially, the relationship is more a service uh, customer uh, relationship. The other one, example is more peers. And I, I actually see that more as a de- more dangerous. It's, it's a more aware of managing that situation, um, those situation, sorts of situations more than where I'm paying somebody you know, for for a service and that, that could escalate. Um, I can see how it could escalate. Um, but I think one point you brought up, Kevin, is that uh, how are things at home? If these things are happening... And things are stable at home yeah. and happy at home, and there are things you can talk about at home. Mm-hmm. That's actually a protection. 
Mm. If these things are happening and there's a level of dissatisfaction at home, a level of um, where perhaps you don't even feel you can share that there's this person who actually gave me some really good advice mm. and it, I'm seeing it's working and you know that's useful. Maybe when you should get to meet this person, they'd be, they could speak into your life as well. Mm. If there's no openness to have that conversation and say this is how things are changing and this is what's happening at work or with this other friendship, um, that's where you then you, you're, you're cooking. This thing is starting to cook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think chemistry is something which can be misread. Sometimes one party can misread, but um, I find the older I get, the mm-hmm. easier it is to spot. I think the younger I was, now I was quite oblivious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I find at this age, it's um, it's it's very easy to to see. Yeah, it happen. It happens more often, I think, than than I used to be aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, and you need to just be very vigilant of sidestepping those things as they come, because, mm-hmm. in in my view, at at you know middle age, I'm I'm fifty one. Mm-hmm. Um, it the, the opportunities or the chemistry it happens in all sorts of different contexts. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's not necessarily because you're so attractive, but sometimes it's because of money. It could be a someone looks at, looks at you as an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it it happens way more often than than I, I think I'm I'm comfortable with. As I was actually sharing with a friend at the weekend mm-hmm. and saying, it's it's genuinely very. It almost feels like an assault on the senses mm-hmm. when you're out socializing mm-hmm. because there's just so much, um, I would call it sexual tension, mm-hmm. in the air, almost at a snap of a finger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, you mentioned something, uh, Mr. Kane. I'm just thinking the money issue, uh, just giving, giving you an example of um, when you're on social media. I know there are times I've gotten a direct message from... A lady, just you know, someone who if you have thousands of friends on those are fans really. Mm. Some of them are not friends, but you know, just someone befriends you and you're thinking, Oh, this is okay, maybe media related, I'm in the same industry. You become friends. And then once you see a DM message, you know, someone just asking, um, yeah, I ad- I admire, you know, the way you handle your children, or I saw a picture of you on a bicycle or in a forum somewhere. Uh, what is it exactly that you do? So you open that conversation and then you feel obliged to ask, oh, by the way, what is it that you also do? By the way, you've asked me that question. So you start escalating that conversation until one day she starts mentioning issues probably that she has. So you, you spend a lot of time Probably maybe it's one DM message per week. Then it goes into two DM messages, and DM messages are, I think that's anonymity, right? So mm-hmm. because it's not on your wall, it's not on your Facebook or Instagram wall. So this person I mean, yeah, your own private uh, space. And one day I got this lady, the same lady who was asking me, I'm having issues paying rent. I'm not being paid. And uh, perhaps and it starts very in a very innocent way. This is 2k exactly. It's, it's not, she's not asking you for that. Uh, maybe she's paying 25,000 rent. She's, ask, she's asking you for father was asking for 500, 1,000. And it started as a very professional conversation. In fact, this is someone who works uh, within the same industry I work in, and you're thinking, okay, so. 
what if then I, sp- I stopped that conversation but what if then I went and gave in and I said innocently okay so Shika, and as a Atano. believer, as yeah. I believe you're thinking, give yeah. to those who ask and do not refuse to those who want to borrow. And if you're the kind of person who, you know, pushes um, scripture on your wall, you'll be like, I think let me get this person through scripture. And saying, you know, I know you guys also give towards people like us. Um, and so if I give in to that uh, ask, and it continues that way to become a habit mm. until one day she will test me mm. because she already sees I've put Kevin in a vulnerable position where he can give me, he understands my issues. Why can't I invite him to my house? The next thing. Mm. To see the house that he's... <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it just connects now to yeah, I guess now to the touch and everything. So that's just an example of how I feel the money thing coming. Mm, that I see that's actually very, very much yeah, clearer. Yeah, mm, mm. That, that that is very true. And what Musiki was saying uh, regarding uh, seeing this uh, what it, attraction, you know, tension in the in, in you know around. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, you realize, especially now, as you, you know, the way that director was saying, somebody is 32, you, you are in your 40s, you know, late 50s, early 50s, and somebody's looking at you, you're thinking, okay, they're thinking I'm a dinosaur, you know. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Then, Interestingly, as just as it's been said, somebody thinks you're very handsome. Mm-hmm. Somebody thinks you're. Let me give you another story. I love giving stories. One time, you know, with my wife, we're in a function, mm-hmm. and we are seated right next to each other. You know, mm-hmm. function is going on, yeah. and this lady is seated somewhere with two ladies somewhere in front of us. And my wife tells me that lady is eyeing you. I look at my wife, I look at the lady. I'm wondering, what do you mean? Mm. I can't notice at all. I tell my wife, probably, I don't know. I think the, 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 the Kachubari had an issue with <laughs> something, you know. Uh, but she keeps repeating it. So, uh, okay, I say it's okay, let's move on. So, but then. I don't know what happened. I was walking and I stumbled. Eh? I stumbled. I kind of twisted my ankle. So my wife told me, go sit down somewhere, you know, just you massage your, you know, whatever, your feet. Before this particular lady came with with some, I think it was some warm water to help. She came and said, hey, hey, we can, we can treat that. So that's when it hit me. Wait a minute. This is what my wife spotted. You had been told to massage for yourself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to massage for myself. Yeah. So that, what Musuki is saying is actually true. Mm. That if, and that's an isolated case. There was no transactions. But there was chemistry yeah. for some, on her end. I did notice it. Yeah. But on her end, for whatever reason. And remember, we are seated right Mr. and Mrs., we are seated to each other. We are, you know, the way in a function, you when you're seated with your wife, you are, you know, you're talking, you're talking, safe, yeah. you feel safe. She's safe, you're mm-hmm. safe, everything is fine. Mm-hmm. But somebody's eyeing Kevin, mm-hmm. 
somebody's eyeing you, Miss Yoki, there. You know, you're seated with your missus. And somebody's, there. and most interestingly, women tend to notice this quickly. Mm-hmm. And if it's a man eyeing your wife, mm-hmm. you also tend to notice. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <clears throat> but those are, those are isolated issues. But the issue of chemistry, the issue of time, the issue of and vulnerability. Yes. Yes. And even in social media. Mm. I've been there. I get text uses and messages on Facebook. Mm. Somebody saying you are DM at high. I'm wondering who is this high? Mm. You look closely, you don't know them. You look at their friends, you notice they are friends with your wife. Mm. So one of the things I normally do is I ask my wife, do you know this lady? Mm. Yes. Why is she texting me? Mm. So... Mm-hmm. Once I do that, I know you. Mm-hmm. That one has been killed. Mm-hmm. Because, as you say, there are very many areas where you'll be, if you're not careful, mm-hmm. you'll find yourself exposed. Mm-hmm. And exposing yourself to being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you're a good man when you show your wife. Yeah, I tell uh, her, look, look, look your friend is, what is this message she said? One else was thriving on anonymity. I don't know if you know. <laughs> now, yeah. Gary, Chapman, Gary Chapman has written a book. It's called The Five Love Languages. Mm. He talks about one of them is quality time. Mm. The other one is words of affirmation. Yeah. The third one is gifts. The fourth one is touch. The fifth one is acts of service. Mm. Now, these have been taken as standards of expression of love by many couples, mm. especially by many of our wives. But you know my observation is that these are actually needs in every marriage. Mm-hmm. There is no marriage that will survive without quality time. Mm-hmm. No marriage will survive without words of words of words of affirmation. affirmation yeah. No marriage will survive without gifts. Mm-hmm. No marriage will survive without touch or acts of service. Mm-hmm. Here's a problem. These needs should be met on an ongoing basis mm. and when they are met properly they service a marriage yeah. however mm. when a person is wounded in a specific area mm. their need in that area becomes glaring mm. so for example um, you're about five siblings mm. and uh, you are third born daughter and so you never get new dresses. You get the pass-me-downs. Um. <laughs> the first one gets the dresses, but the second one is actually a bit big and body. So the second one never gets the first one's dresses because she's a bit big. So she, the so first one gets both dresses. The second one gets both dresses. Mm. The third one gets the pass-me-downs. Mm. So within her, there's a need for gifts because she never gets new things. Mm. We all have a need mm. for gifts, but in her life it's glaring. Yeah. Because a glaring need. When that need is met, mm. that person feels loved. They may use that to say, My language of love is gifts. Mm. When I receive them, I feel loved. Yeah. Now the good part is that it is easy to love that kind of person. Mm. Mm. The hard part is that because this need comes out of wounding, mm-hmm. it can never be satisfied. Mm-hmm. 
there's no amount of gift that will satisfy. satisfy. If you bring her red dress, she's very happy. Next time you think, oh, she likes red. I bring her red dresses. You brought me another red dress. Mm. How could you get me a white one this time? Mm. This, this, because of hurt, mm. the gift never satisfies. Mm. Pity, I pity the husband. <laughs> That's <all. laughs> very difficult. I think Dr. Stan is saying it's all of us. Yeah, all of us. All of us. Yeah. All of us. Yeah. So now, when this need is not met in marriage, and someone outside of marriage realizes that this is the so-called love language of that person, mm. they can exploit it. Mm. They know what makes you tick. And they'll always give you meet a particular need. If it's gifts, they'll always meet you with a gift. It's quality time. It's quality time. They'll spend time with you. Mm. You know, work has been hard. It's five o'clock. Hey, we don't need to rush out. There's traffic out there. So you sit and relax and talk for about 30 minutes mm. before going out. Yeah. Because you tell yourself, maybe truthfully so, it will not make a difference at the time we get home, whether we leave at 5 or 5.30, yeah. because of the traffic. Mm. But in making that logical Dish. reasoning, yeah. then you come up with hanging out together when everybody else has left, and that also creates anonymity. Mm. So this person is getting quality time from you, mm. there's anonymity, two out of five have been met. Well, yeah, <laughs> you are thinking anonymity is being in a tinted car, uh, not, not knowing, not knowing who's driving in the car. It's yeah. just here, no. in the front of us. <laughs> very, very, very interesting. So, when these needs are not met in a marriage, that marriage begins to squeak. Mm-hmm. It begins to bleed, and uh, very soon conversations are not taking place in that marriage because the person's language of love is not being serviced. Mm. Now, when uh, this person whose language of love is not being serviced at home yeah. begins to be serviced outside, it's mm. almost like lubricating a joint that is squeaking. Mm. So the marriage is squeaking, so to speak, mm. and not being lubricated, but this marriage is being lubricated outside of home. Mm. So this person is always looking forward to the other person meeting their needs. Let me paint a scenario. Or maybe you can react to that. <laughs> scenario. I think you need us to, to let us react eh? uh, a bit. Because I'm just wondering, from where I sit here as a man, and I know maybe other men would be asking this, um, the woman is more connected uh, emotionally but it would also be true to say that even for the man or the male, they go through the same thing or feeling. There's someone else who is lubricating uh, me outside yeah. there. Affirmation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's someone who's affirming me. There's mm-hmm. someone who is honoring the fact that you know I'm working hard, um, toiling for my family. Mm-hmm. Um, I dress well. Mm-hmm. Probably um, I'm always going to that barber shop, the one who's massaging you. You're mm-hmm. coming back with a, a haircut, and you've never been told uh, you look nice mm-hmm. by your, mm-hmm. your your own wife. Mm-hmm. But outside there, there's someone who's uh, giving you that compliment yeah. and affirming you. Um, so it almost seems like the the, the women are the ones who, in, in the marriage situation are the ones who are venturing out. 
but even as you explain it daktari it seems that even men yeah. are caught in the same web of uh, hungering for that yes. uh, affirmation yes. mm-hmm. that could lead now to that could yeah yeah a football affair uh, you've made me remember an article there's this guy on facebook i follow you guys probably know him dr kinyanjuinganga Dr. Kinyaju, he's calling, nowadays he calls himself Kay and Jacob, but Dr. Kinyaju Nganga recently has been posting stuff on why men leave their wives after 25, 30 years of marriage. Uh-huh. <coughs> and he gives scenarios. And it's very similar to what Dr. Mm. Stanis here said. Mm. That you find for those so many years, the man has, <coughs> you know, he has never received a compliment from his wife he's you're saying he works his socks off blah 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 but somebody is noticing him when he goes to the pub you've noticed our father's age mates in their 70s some of them started uh, affairs with barmaids and stuff because when he sits there with his tipple the lady is not shouting at him you know, you know berating him the way he feels his wife berates him mm. you know hey, sit down mr tony sit down here how was your how was your day mm. that kind of stuff mm. he goes home he's like hey wengia <laughs> if, if 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 not us you know mm. so the the five languages this man the way kevin is saying he's being appreciated is being affirmed probably you know whatever it could be he he's feeling safe well he goes at home he he either he, home is where needs are either to be met or you're berated as a man so he, he, dr kinyaju was saying people get surprised when couples split 40 years 50 years of marriage and they don't like now what happened to uh, Gogi Wadiongo you know a very surprising issue you're wondering the dude is in distress yeah that's our story so it comes now now to the love languages you're talking about yeah. where it could be the lady but now for men who simply walk out of their marriages or even ladies who walk out it is regarding the five love languages where somebody feels I've had enough I'm not being affirmed I'm not being you know the, you the last time you bought me a dress you know it was the woman feels was yeah when our child who is about to get married at 30 is when you last bought me a dress yeah so these challenges both ways both for the men and the women it, 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 you cannot claim because you've been married for 40 plus years that your marriage is safe No. no, no, it's still the vulnerabilities that we've just described are still at play. And especially for men, the more the older you become, the more mellow you become, mm-hmm. the nicer you are to be around. Mm-hmm. Well, there are some old bitter men, mm-hmm. but you know, if you walk with God, you're a nice guy to be around, mm-hmm. and that's very attractive for many. Mm-hmm. Very very attractive. Mm-hmm. So age and length of marriage are not insurance. <laughs> <laughs> the age and the length of marriage they are not insurance. The longevity of your marriage mm. you still have to be alert. Let's take a quick break. 
The heart behind the I'm Mom podcast is storytelling because every mom has a story to tell. I know that when I talk to my friends who are parenting and we share stories, we all end up feeling less alone and more capable of loving our kids well. You can find information everywhere on the internet. Some is bad parenting advice and some is pretty wise. We like to think there's a lot of wisdom on imom.com and when you combine that signature wisdom with a great story, it brings parenting to life. We want a mom who's listening to see herself and her kids in these stories and rest in the confidence that she is the perfect mom for her kids. Check out the I'm On podcast with new episodes every Monday. But even, even though you've just said it, that even for those who are, you know, are deeply rooted in Christ, are attractive. We're the most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's a stability <clears throat> in your character yes. and admiration by those who come to you for counsel. Mm. A man comes to you for counsel, you sort him out in the Lord, then he refers other people to you. He refers his female colleague. Not because of wanting to trap you, no. but because he had a good input. Mm. Yeah. So we have to be all the alert mm. all the time. Mm. I'm tempted to ask you, Dr. how do you hack? How do you handle this? You run away. <laughs> <laughs> you run away. Yeah. You see no. the once, once the you see chemistry is forming, mm. you run away. Yeah. If you're counseling someone and the dress changes, you run away. Mm. My mentors, some of my mentors say they will never counsel a woman. Mm. They just say we'll refer you to a female counselor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, I keep my door open. Mm. You don't counsel a woman behind a closed door. Mm. Keep it open. Um, let the people in the office know mm. what you're doing, yeah. and that they can walk in. Mm. Um, you know, ask, ask your assistant, mm. walk in, come and offer us a cup of tea. Mm. And when they walk in, they will tell you, "I don't like what I'm saying." Mm. Give yourself that freedom. That freedom. Mm. Yeah. Or just run away. Mm-hmm. Just don't do it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because it could be innocent, but you're mm. counseling Potiphar's wife. Yes, yeah, uh, <laughs> I can blame you for things which are, you know, oh, yeah. oh, false. Oh, yeah. Wow. Any closing thoughts? I, I believe we can wind up this conversation. Um, but just closing thoughts of, of what we are thinking, and before we move on now to the different scenarios, uh, quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you. I think those those are very useful insights. Um, I'm very uh, again, I guess, intrigued by how close we all live to the reality that um, we are not ever safe from temptation. Um, The opportunities uh, increase as I guess as we get older and more um, out there maybe better known, have a wider social circles and things like that. So opportunities will never cease. And the the imperative really to to always be alert, Um, not to think you're you're above it. Uh, You love your wife and so you wouldn't consider it I don't think it, it's those things are directly um, there is a relationship but it's not uh, you know directly proportional um, and so yeah as men I think we, we really ought to come to terms with how um, the responsibility we have to preserve uh, the purity of our relationships with our wives and our families and it's it's a big deal I guess we'll you know talk about affairs but 
and maybe we'll discuss this uh, coming but uh, the kind of fallout that yeah. comes inevitably from from an affair mm-hmm. uh, and seeing the kind of damage that we that it can be caused and so what we are actually protecting ourselves and our families from when we do these things which sometimes you know people think it's extreme and the kind of steps we individuals might take to protect themselves because it looks like you you're doing something that has no relationship to the potential for an affair however you know you know yourself you stick to your boundaries and be hardline about it you it's you and your family who will thank you for for being that difficult the, the people who are inconvenienced by you refusing to counsel them or refusing to let them sit in the front seat <laughs> you know it's just too bad those are small minor inconveniences mm. yeah indeed uh, this is a very interesting conversation dactari you've revealed things to me and i'm sure to our listeners mm. that you probably never thought about you know the five love languages the, the idea that what was your heart can be glaring and it's a never ending desire to be quenched yep that's deep that's deep uh, and i've never seen it that way but also <clears throat> the issues of uh, knowing that you're always vulnerable always it's like somebody who is working an electrician let me give an example of an electrician an electrician can never be casual <clears throat> even if he knows the red wire is this the, the green wire is like that and you know he knows what he knows his stuff if he's slightly casual he knows he will be a victim yeah. of his own tools yeah. mm-hmm. so same here if you're married you're a man and to our listeners and to our, you know you've got to remember especially as a married man you have a target behind your back mm. in spiritually and even in this world mm. you have a target somebody is looking at you thinking you are the hottest dude just why just because you are settled mm. you know you have a wife you have children so you are you're settled and subconsciously you look attractive You know, probably that's something we can discuss some time in the future. So, as a man, you've got to be very careful. Stick to your boundaries. Mm. You know, refuse to test the boundaries. Yeah. You know, the the example of your of you, Kevin, with that, can you send me two hundred or two thousand? Immediately, you delete that conversation. You you, you know, forget about the whole yeah, story. Sure. I mean, mm. we're not going there. Yeah. It's very important to safeguard yourself. And what we're discussing here is giving us more tools mm. to be more secure. Yeah. Yeah. Secure. yeah. Mm. Thank you. Those ones you just block. Yeah. Yeah. Block. block. You know, my, my takeout really from this recording today is um, on that bit of anonymity, being anonymous, because uh, sexual sin or affairs thrive in secrecy. Yeah. And, you know, that's a breeding ground for yeah. sexual sin. Um, but just being very clear and plain, even to those who you feel there's some energy that is being drawn towards you, some attraction. Being very clear that uh, there are boundaries that you have, and communicating that uh, to the other person either by fleeing or blocking, mm-hmm. um, just avoiding, avoiding and fleeing from the that circumstance. I think for me, then it exposes them, and also just being able to be free to speak um, to to your wife, to those who are accountable to you, you're accountable to. Mm-hmm about this thing that is leading towards uh, an affair. Mm. Because there's some men who, who are there 
who I believe have gone through these intimate um, personal conversations, have spent time with someone they're not supposed to be spending time with. They've probably had transactions even. And now they've been drawn into that space of hiding, being anonymous, and then possibly lead to that touch. And I think by the time the touch is there, the the ground has already been prepared through <laughs> secrecy. And, and the touch doesn't even have to be inappropriate. Mm. It is inappropriate touch. Yeah. It used to be a tap on the back. Uh-huh. Even yeah. that uh, can send the body reacting. Yeah. 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 Like the example you gave earlier. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. Well, gents, uh, you've had uh, this conversation today. Thank you guys for tuning in to Umeshare. This was a rich conversation where we were looking at um, the, the different ways that we communicate uh, or, or, or we facilitate uh, fears from happening. We've heard about the intimate uh, personal conversations, time, money, anonymity, and touch. You've been listening to Umeshare, gents. Asante Nisana for being here today. Thank you, Dr. For giving us your wise counsel and wisdom. Thank you, Tony Bonamudi Musiki, for just being here. And myself, Kevin Kanyotu, turning off until next week. Have a good evening, a good morning, wherever you are. Asante Nisana. <laughs>